Why they know the gens, c'est les podcasts, the club. De... No, 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 no. This is the English version. We're no. not doing the French. Sorry, no. sorry, my bad. After my we're bad. done, you're we'll right. do. Okay. Yeah, this is I, English. <laughs> I assume you're in French mode <laughs> because of that story. Well, well, first of all, tell them tell them where they are. Welcome back, everyone. It's Kiddish Club News for Jews. We're bringing you the latest. What do we have on tap? Well, I mean, you did begin with the French. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, there's a lot of stuff going on, but I, I'd like to start on something a little lighthearted. I think it's light, lighthearted. Instead of talking about... What is lighthearted about almost like crashing a plane because two <laughs> pilots got into a fight? Oh, slow down. Slow down, Tiger. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to start with some of the stories from around the world. And come back to the United States. Sound okay. good? I mean, it's only fair. It is yeah. a worldwide audience. Yes, and and we always give preference to the United States. It's just wrong. But they are the bulk. That is true. You know, so it does make sense. But but you take it away. Okay. So there was uh, apparently a scuffle on an Air France flight. So this flight took off. So this first story comes from Air France. This story is one of my nightmares that I <laughs> that I dream about. As you know, I'm not a huge fan of flying. I know it's safe, supposedly, but I, I'm just not comfortable flying. And so this story talks about how these two Air France pilots got into a fight in the cockpit. I cannot imagine what in the world they could be fighting about. I told you to bring the plane to 30,000 feet <laughs> while we at 20. <laughs> I would slap you. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you mention a slap because it says in the article. I feel like the French people only slap. That is their preferred why? method <laughs> what, what? of combat. Really? I, I don't know. It's just how what about I. What fencing? Isn't fencing? Is, is, is fencing? On guard. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if they do fencing. I don't know. Where does on guard come from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's funny is that somehow, like this, I know that this episode is now going to be like. A top episode in France. Really? Like, yeah, yeah, when we did some Spanish in an episode. Oh, yes. Like, you, like, no, you started Bienvenido. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was United States and then Mexico. You really? Know I mean? Yeah, I don't know how. Like People pass things around. Yeah, it's social. They, yeah. Things get social. Well, whatever. We love the French people. Yes. But anyway, they, they got into this and, and they start. They were, there were slaps going on inside the cockpit and the crew heard what was going on and they had to come and... Uh, you know, break it up. Well, it's scary because usually the cockpit door is locked. Right? Yes. Isn't that like a post 9-11 protocol? Yeah, it doesn't say... Like, how did they get in? It, it doesn't it was say. Like, it, it could have been a fight to the death. Well, one of the... Since you mentioned that, one of the pilots allege that the other one threw a wooden object in his face or at his face. It says in his face, but it means at his face. But what goes on in the cockpit stays in the cockpit, apparently. I mean, look... Attention, passengers. The only, the only real danger. <laughs> the only real danger is if if both of them get knocked out somehow. Because look, if one of them win, who's flying the plane, bro? The winner, they're, 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 the winner will no, no. fly the plane. The plane is taking off. It's gaining altitude, and yeah. now these two are beating each other up. Okay, so how Who long is, is this scuffle? Plane? How long does it take for a plane to go down? What's more important is how long does it take to win a fist fight? <laughs> it depends. Right? It can be really short if you have a good slapping. Well, we need to see these two these two pilots. If you it doesn't have good say their slapping names. technique, if you have good slapping technique, you can win that f- fight in under a minute. No. Yes. Okay, but think about you've been in a plane, you've been in takeoff. A minute is a long time during takeoff. It is, but again, one good slap, and you just go back to flying the plane. Do you ever see those videos, by the way, where where they have like a slapping competition? No. Yes. 
they it's two burly men standing across from each other and each one gets a turn at a slap you can find this on 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 the internet where you, okay. <laughs> where you can find all other stupidity the internet you say <laughs> you can find this bottom line two burly men standing across from each other and each one gets a turn at a slap you know and it's just open open-handed slap as hard as you can and then usually that ends with one of them passing out really yes from slaps yeah Straight from the Interesting. slap. So one of these French dudes, one of these pilots, are gonna win, and the winner is gonna take over the flight. And then when the other guy <laughs> wakes up, he's gonna be like, "I told you not to start with me." <laughs> I'm just saying you're making it a lot more complicated than it needs to be. It is a simple fight. There will be a clear winner, and then the flight will continue. For me, it just means that I have something else to think about the next time I get on a plane and I'm sitting in my seat. I'm going to be worried that these two... You're just going to make sure there's shell and bias <laughs> yes. in the cockpit. <laughs> I go, not... Everything cool here? Excuse me. You guys all right? Can I offer you anything? <laughs> Drink? So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about what's been going on around the world. You know, there's this crazy drought that is going on around the world. It's affecting uh, water supplies everywhere. It's affecting power all over the world. So like, I well, mean... It... What does the power have to do with it? I think electricity should continue... Moving, I mean, <laughs> yes. unless you have like like. Well, yeah. Well, there there is a, a lot of water. There's a lot of electricity that's generated by water in many places via dams, hydroelectric plants, etc. So that's causing a, a, a cutback. Causing a cutback. There's fuel issues that are going on, of course, because of the Russia-Ukraine situation, but in general, and uh, it's funny because so these dropping water levels around the world have been uncovering like these ancient ruins, ruins, excuse me. Ruins. <laughs> Actually, ruins also, R-U-N-E-S. Meaning, what is that? I don't know. So I'll give means. you an example. There was, I think it was in Germany, where the water level dropped and it uncovered these stones and these stones are engraved like from hundreds of years ago. And they say, if you can read this rock, you're dead. <laughs> There's a drought and you're in big trouble. Oh, what do you, they knew? No, because yeah, they had a drought hundreds of maybe thousands of years ago and the the drought they wrote on these rocks you know we're all dying there's a drought if you in the future can see these rocks it, you better bad news bad news but it's crazy because they're finding all kinds of things they found buddhist statues in china china's by the way having they said that th this drought is like psychotically bad in in china china's having its worst drought in history and like the second largest river is in China, and it's like totally What's gone. It uh, I believe the Yangtze. That does sound correct. And if you look at the pictures, they're really scary. You just see bridges with like land underneath them. Oh, really? Yeah, it's 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 crazy stuff. And uh, I mean, it's affecting everybody. And you know, it doesn't look like it's going to be getting better. And it's going to affect the harvest because you need water for the plants to grow. And like it or not, a lot of our stuff comes from China. I mean, on the plus side, this has been one of the nicest summers that we've had. I mean, yeah, for us in the tri-state area, but for the rest of the world, it's been hot. China's been, it's been scorching weather around the world, scorching. And uh, it's pretty crazy. In so we're fact, getting away easy. I mean, we haven't had much above 80 here. Yeah. But nobody been, cares. It's been, it's been mild. Right. But it's interesting. If you look at California, they passed a resolution that bans gas cars starting in the year 2035, I believe. 
And within a few days, so so California is also having its Hold own on. struggles. I got to stop you. Go ahead. How could somebody make a law today for 2035? Like, won't there be a change in leadership at some point? And somebody will come in and be like, no, sorry, we're not doing away with gas cars. Gas cars will be permitted forever. Like, how is that? How do you how do you do that? They pass a law that says that in 2035. So let me clarify. After 2035, you can't buy a new gas car. If you own the car before 2035, you can continue using it. So stop sales of all gas-powered vehicles Yes. once 2035 comes. Yes. Okay. Yes. The irony comes two days later when California, who's experiencing power outages and issues with power. What, because of the drought? Because of the drought and no, just because of, of the high heat. The heat, right. They're asking all electric car owners not to charge their cars. You can't make this up. This is really what's going on. Bro, don't don't charge your car. <laughs> but like, this is insanity. This is pure insanity. Could you imagine? So a lot of people are talking about how this is a way to control the population or the public uh, by not allowing them to have gas cars, which gas cars is, is a certain amount of freedom, right? You, you Absolutely. can fill them up. You, you, you yeah, know. you don't have to sit and wait, right. you know, 35 minutes of 40 minutes to, 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 to fill your car like a Tesla, right? right. How and long does it take on a supercharger? you're not dependent on the government, Necessarily. Well, the well, the electric is not. I guess. It, yeah, it's private company. It's regulated somewhere. It's regulated, right? but it's, yes. But look what happened in, look what happened in Colorado. They had a heat wave, and anybody with who had an electric thermostat connected to the power company, it got locked. You could not. Yeah, that's crazy. You could not change your thermostat because the power company. Locked it. But what they set it on? What was the temperature they set it on? I don't know. I wonder. Probably like 80. Probably really? 78. Like what's the normal temperature? I don't know. I don't know. It's like, a good question. Like the Con Ed people or the, all the electric companies, they, they give you a recommended thermostat setting. I believe it's at 78. Am I right? You are correct. Huh? 78 or 79. So So that's probably where they set it, but they locked it and you could not – like to me, that's always a choice. You know, whenever they have these uh, energy curtailments where they want you to please reduce your energy consumption and set your thermostat higher, it's fine, but it's my choice. You can't lock my thermostat. What if there's an elderly person or a special situation where somebody needs to be cooled down or equipment or whatever? You can't have a thermostat being locked by the energy company. It, It seems bizarre and scary. So I actually joined that energy program in New York, and I got free smart thermostats. Of course, of course, of course <laughs> you did. Here, have a thermostat on us. <laughs> they changed all my thermostats, and it you know part of it is that they can, you know, at at high they can energy override, they can override your thermostat. But, no, but there were two things, and this is why I did it. Uh, number one, you can override them again. So in other words, yes, they raise you to 78, but then you can go in and lower it. That's number one. And you can opt out of the program whenever you want. So I got my free thermostats, but you know what? I didn't opt out because I felt too guilty. So I said, I'm not opting out. Well, I did get it for free. (laughs) So I did my part to help conserve energy. But I feel like your 
override is temporary. They could override your ability to override. Is that right? It's very possible. It doesn't say. It's just programming. But according to this article, some of the customers were posting that their thermostat was locked as high as 88 degrees. Oh, my goodness. Could you imagine? I cannot imagine because what do you do in that situation? You can't sleep. You get in your car. That's what I would do. Right. That's true. You get in your car. That's true. Put on the AC. Go fill up with gas. I didn't have to do that this summer. There were times, there were summers where I had to just get in the car to cool down. Yes, for sure. But not. If they're if they're um, if they don't let you charge it, right? They could not let you charge your car, and you're stuck. You're going to be sweaty, and you can't do a thing about it. It's getting scary. Yeah. This is this is scary stuff. But um, it actually reminds me. So now now that everything's smart, smart devices, smart thermostats, you know, you, you're open to the government coming in and, and adjusting your smart device. But even scarier than that is hackers, right? Because all these devices, all these smart devices, are internet enabled. So it's just a matter of time till hackers are able to, and it's not even just a matter of time. We know that this is happening. I'm sure you saw this story that came out of Moscow. Wait a second. Imagine your thermostat gets hacked by a good hacker. Like your dad is like, no, the thermostat must stay on 78. (laughs) And the hacker's like, no, it's too hot. It's too hot. We're hacking it down to to 67. What do you leave yours at? Do you go that long? I I never go that long. I just stay 72. Yeah, me too. And when it's hot, it's 70. Why? 72 is 72. No, no, when I'm hot, I should say. When I'm hot, hot. it goes to 70. It's 70, 72. You know, I don't get extreme. I don't want to see the 60s. No, because I have a family member, and I wonder how many people have a similar situation. So this family member, whenever it gets like too hot, let's say, let's say it's hot outside, or they come into the house and it's, you know, it's 72, but they're very hot, they'll turn it down thinking that the house is going to cool down quicker. Because right, they put no. it on 70. It doesn't it's work that way. It's either on or off. Exactly. Right. It doesn't matter. It's just it, it how long on. it's on, how long it's in off. In a car, it's different. In a car, you could, the temperature, it does affect how cold the air that comes air out. comes out. But in a house, it doesn't but work that way. this is subject to everybody's opinion. Everybody is comfortable at a different temperature. And how do I know this? Because every single thermostat in every single shul is locked. Yes. Right? They have a glass covering <laughs> over it. And there's always a fight. <laughs> there's always a fight brewing. And in the winter, Who it's open the window, close the window. Yes, I'm yes. cold. What are you cold about? The guy's 400 pounds. Of course he's hot. But but you, you can't have, you know, everybody I'm, happy at I'm, once. I'm kind of on the side of the of the guy that opens the window because if you're cold, so put on a jacket. Put uh, on I a, should put on a coat and shul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But the guy who's hot, what do you want him to do? He's stuck. He's trapped. That's why I hate the summer. Go outside. As I mentioned in the last Go episode. Go outside. Got to take a little walk around he's the He's davening. Block. He's davening. He's got filling on. The whole country is going to be staring at him. Anyway, back to Moscow. So in Moscow, apparently they were hacked. Uh, the, the company over there is called, uh, their Uber is Yandex Taxi. I don't know how to say that with a Russian Yandex. accent. Thank you. I don't think that's right. It doesn't <laughs> sound right. Possible. So, so somebody hacked them, I, I, I'm assuming, to you know solidarity with Ukraine, I'm assuming. They don't know who did it. Nobody's taking credit what for it. What was the hack? What did they do? They sent all of these cabs to the center of Moscow at the same time caused a massive traffic jam. Okay. I mean, look, you know, if annoy people. Right. It's annoying. It's annoying. No one's getting hurt. No one's getting harmed. It's good. It's good. We're not going to uh, retaliate because it's a good prank. It's, <laughs> I have to be honest. I don't think Putin was saying that. As you know, just to digress for a second, there's been, I 
think the number is like eight now or nine oligarchs who have all died under mysterious circumstances. Isn't it crazy? Every day there's another one. <laughs> it's nuts. You know, two of it's them. It's like some uh, oligarch fall out the window. Nobody know how, but now he's dead. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. These billionaires who were fine the day before, they're all suddenly committing suicide. But that's a real story, right? Yes, yeah, there are many. He fell of out them, of a hospital? One second. Two of them. Their families were killed in addition to them. Oh, goodness. And and the news says, no, it was a suicide. They killed their families and then they killed themselves. And then one of them says the guy was just recovering from a heart attack and they claimed that he jumped out of the hospital window. And he was also the CEO of Luke Oil, Luck Oil, I don't know how to pronounce it, L-U-K. Luke Oil. Luke Oil. And they said that uh, they were of the first that criticized the Ukraine invasion and said, you know, this needs to have a very quick resolution. Well, you know, that's a quick recipe. <laughs> to go for, out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that's even faster than bothering the Clintons. That's a quick resolution. <laughs> it's funny because Kanye West put out an Instagram post. Like, it's he's notorious for not posting on Instagram. He's got, like, one picture. And then he'll go on this rant post a bunch of things and then delete it an hour later and one of the <laughs> posts that he put on was I'm like sure Hillary come get me yo come get me <laughs> why <laughs> I don't remember like he wanted control of one of his kids or he couldn't have he had no say in, in, in what school they go to I don't know I missed the whole thing but later on I read about it and it was he was just like calling <laughs> he goes tell Hillary to come to <laughs> he goes tell Hillary to come get me I'm here <laughs> I don't know why. Kanye is a never-ending source of humor. Yeah, it's funny. He's great. He's a legend. He's great. But back to the hacked cars. So there's apparently reports coming out of Teslas being hacked. Have you heard of anything like this? uh, Are there there really reports? Because I have a friend. Yes. Bonafide. I have seen this video with these eyes. He He texted me. He sent me a video. While his while his Tesla was being hacked. One second. What does that mean? Okay. So what does it mean? He turned on a video. He was on the highway, and all of a sudden he had no control of the steering. And this no. And and the car was going from lane to lane. And and his hands are up. You can see he's not controlling. And, and you, you see the and wheel it's turning. the highway, and you see the wheel but turning you know by itself from lane to lane to lane. Maybe it was just the Tesla autopilot getting gazed I mean, up. I don't know. I mean, so he called he Tesla. Tesla opened an investigation into what happened. I don't know what the result is, but he says he was clearly hacked. It didn't seem random. It seemed deliberate. It seemed wow. like it was That's malicious. Crazy because, and the Teslas have cameras, so like the hacker could potentially even be seeing the road, the cars. Right. I mean... I imagine he's not trying to kill people randomly. So any software is hackable, right? Because all you have to do is find any flaw, and essentially you're going to be it, – it's, it's hackable. So This is why I want to just go back to old school. Dumb cars, man. Dumb cars. But, but speaking of 25-year-olds, I don't know if you saw this one. I actually want to bring it back to New York where this all began. I don't know what we're talking about. I don't about, know what that means. <laughs> okay, I don't either. <laughs> that New York has passed a law making it illegal for anyone under 21 to buy whipped cream chargers. So whipped cream chargers, I don't know what that is. Can you buy a can of whipped cream? You, if you can need to buy be twenty one to buy whipped cream. Is that what's going on now? No. So you could you can still buy whipped cream, but you can't buy the chargers. You know, those are the little gas cartridges that you put like in a um, 
if you ever see like I've never chefs, seen it. I've never if you seen see, it. like but gourmet I have, chefs or, I've or, or seen like, like with seltzer, right? Similar, similar. You know the seltzer bottles where you make your own seltzer. Those bottles, and you connect the. I'm not gas. familiar with any of these. I don't. I've never seen a whipped cream. Are you charger. Jewish? Are you even Jewish, bro? What have seltzer? You? I've seen, yes. I've seen like caterers have like these these yes, yes, metal yes, canisters. Yes, yes, yes. That's that, it. That that's they, yes. they put in heavy cream. Yes. That's they it. put in heavy cream, and then all of a sudden whipped cream comes out. I that, guess that's what it is. Right. So there's a charger that will charge it with gas. Yes. In order to make it whipped. Yes. So inhaling that, it's nitrous oxide, which, which right, is basically laughing, laughing gas. gas. Bingo. Right. Bingo. I know people that go to the dentist just for that. <laughs> it's, my tooth is killing right. me, doc. Right. I think there's a cavity. Me. If there isn't one, make one. Just give me the <laughs> give me the gas. And you know, on the, the the general word for it is whippets. That's what they call them, right? When when you it's inhale. not a general word. That's the brand of whipped cream charger. No, 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 no. Whip it. No, 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 no. Whippets. W h i p p e t s is the way you refer to it as taking drugs. Oh, what's he doing? Oh, this guy's on whippets. That's what because you say. The brand name is Whippet. No. Yes. No, I'm, I'm, These are facts. I'm looking here. It's modern slang for nitrous oxide used as a recreational inhalant. Where did it come from? Modern Where slang. Where did it come from? The name comes from whipped cream aerosol canisters. There is no brand called Whippet. There is. There's not. Making them illegal does seem like overkill. Yeah. I mean, but the truth is you could buy a regular can of, maybe we shouldn't say this, but you could buy a regular can of whipped cream and inhale the nitrous oxide that no, you way. You really can't. How can you? Just whipped cream will come right up your nose. <laughs> no. Don't turn it upside down. Just keep it, it vertical. It comes out. Does it? No, it doesn't. I don't know. We need to Especially, try this. <laughs> maybe we should edit this. Maybe. We're going to get deplatformed for this. <laughs> I, I don't know. I have never done this. I, so I've heard. I'm asking for a friend. You're going to get a 21 plus rating just for this. <laughs> Totally not worth it. But now that we're back in the United States, so New York is a little crazy with this uh, the whipped cream. The whipped cream laws. But I don't know if you saw this, that a school district in Missouri has decided to bring back spanking in school. I did see this. <laughs> I did see this. I am for it. I, I am pro. Think, I have to tell you something. And there's a picture of a paddle, an old wooden paddle, on this news story. It's great. They're trying to bring things back to like the 80s and 90s and earlier even. Right where yes. where hitting and spanking was was real was you know a a kid went to school dreading you know getting smacked or or whatever like I've heard stories with with rulers and yes. and and whatever but you you're not going to get the same result today it's a different generation the air is different the youth is different I don't think that they're going to respond well to that you know what. Everybody responds to a paddle whipping. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I had a conversation with a friend. So this this friend came to the country, uh, you know, when he was like 10 or 12. He came from overseas. He was born somewhere in the Middle East. So he came and he said growing up there, paddling was 100% normal. Not only that, he told me that he once, his teacher once came to his house. It was on a weekend or something. No, for something. He was friendly with his parents and his his little sister was crying and the father <laughs> asked why is she crying and and she said he hit me okay and the, the 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 boy the little oh, okay. the brother the brother hit the sister the next day in school he says the teacher called him up he said open your hand he took out the ruler and he gave it to him he so he he paddled him 
for what happened in the kid's own home. And you know what else he told me? He said, we never stepped out of line. We knew we had to learn. If you got a bad mark on a test, you got paddled. You knew it was coming. And so all this, you know what? Today we have all of this like, oh, you have to let the kids fail because that's he's trying his best. Somehow in these the other last countries. last place trophy. Yeah, yeah. And I actually heard, uh, I was once interviewing someone who grew up in Japan, believe it or not. And they wait, said. Wait, 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 wait. You have another show. <laughs> what, what, who are you interviewing and Nailed. why? Oh, shoot. So, uh, no, tell us about it. We'd love to know. Never mind. Never mind. We'll get to that at a different time. But I was interviewing this person who grew up in Japan. And they said when they were in high school, so, you know, they had track and field or whatever. And the track runners in Japan, they, they apparently they used to tie razor blades to their heels. I don't know. Uh, I'm not Japanese. I don't know how they did it or wh- how, you know, I don't know the mechanics of it. They tied razor blades to them, and if they didn't run fast enough, the blades would start cutting in, so they had to run fast. Guess what? That's how you get fast runners. Well, you know what? Japan is not known for their fast runners, probably because they all quit by the time they're 22, because they've had enough of having their heels ripped up by (laughs) razor blades. (laughs) It's true. It's pretty crazy, but it's very, very common outside the United States. Tell me what they're doing in Nigeria. Those guys have fast runners. (laughs) What's his name? I don't know. Bolt, he wins the, Bolt. Usain Bolt, Usain right? Bolt, he wins every year. <laughs> <laughs> when is he going to just get too old? When is he just going to get too old? I will always win. <laughs> uh, it never gets old because and his a, name and is wait, Bolt. And there's a big prize. Know? There's a big prize for winning the New York City Marathon. Is there? Yeah, it's not It's it's not just for fun. If memory serves, I think it's 25000 But probably with inflation, it's more. This is a very tense moment as I wait for the results. <laughs> <laughs> it's $100,000. Wow. See? Yeah. So there's something to it. I mean, wow. think about it. His whole occupation is running, running. once a year. <laughs> and this great. is how he made his small fortune. Listen, it's a lot better than the guy who has to do the hot dog eating competition. Oh, because goodness. Joey that's, Chestnut. That's his name. Yeah, do you know? <laughs> Why, do you know? Why do you know? He is a world Famous to you, the they have this nobody good knows Joey it. Chestnut. Have, that's not true. <laughs> Who knows that? That is not true. Nobody, jo- Joey <laughs> Chestnut is a competitive eater. Yes, that's what he is, and he's world famous, by the way. And what I always love is that the Nathan's hot dog announcer this was on July 4th, so it took place a while back. But but that announcer, if you ever hear him. He's so inspiring. You have to just listen to his speech. Can you please just like listen to it just for a minute? There will be a day that is the end. The collapse of time and all that stood within it. A day of nothing, of no one, of nowhere. But that day is not today. Today we burn bright. Today, we blind the earth. With I don't believe this. How did you know about this? You've seen this. I've seen this. Of course I've seen it. This is crazy. He has, wait, and he's not done. He's nowhere near done. He's just getting warmed up. <laughs> he's just getting started. I, I thought he was going to announce like he's running for president I, or if something. If it was me, you'd be like, here's Joey Chestnut. He eats hot dogs. Let's go. <laughs> but this guy's got this whole... You should play the re- play the end of it. It gets even more incredulous. Yeah, okay, I'll play, the, I'll play the rest. At the heavens, I am the shining arc of humanity. 
yield to my dominion. And if we must compete for our place within existence, we submit as our champion, the champion of the world, of now and of always, of the air, of the fire, of the sea, of the land, of the free! Ladies and gentlemen, the Nathan's Famous 4th of July champion of the world, Somehow, this guy comes up with a different speech. You can't even call it a speech. It's 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 a, it's it's poetry. I don't know what he's saying. All about this Joey Chestnut, and every year it's different, and every year it's amazing. And- <laughs> I just said I want you're, this you're guy. You're obviously a fan of, of the that hot guy. No, 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 no. I'm a fan of that guy. No, <laughs> I want him walking around with me, announcing my arrival everywhere. Okay, listeners, has anyone ever heard the name Joey Chestnut before? You're out of your mind. Yes, no, I'm not out of my mind. You're the only guy who knows this. You're 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 a competitive eating guru fan. No, no, this is common knowledge. Do you know what the word fan means, by the way? I do not. I didn't know either, but uh, I felt like I, I was I was with a bunch of people at a barbecue. And they were talking sports, and of course I don't know sports, and they said something about fan, and they, and one of them says, well, you know what fan means? And I'm like, uh, no. It's short for fanatic. Really? Yeah. That makes sense. You know so when some, you, you hear something, something on the Kiddish Club today. At, you know when you hear something and it just makes sense? Okay, I accept it. Yeah. I'm not yeah. even going to argue with it. It makes perfect sense. Yep. But uh, I want to I wanna bring it back for a second to Japan, because we mentioned Japan, so Japan and Israel met, and they are uh, getting along. Getting along, and they've now stepped up their defense ties. So you know, there's a lot going on with China, a lot going on in the region, Korea, North Korea, and Japan and Israel have been you know allies for 70 years now, and they marked it with you know renewed diplomatic ties, which is really nice. It's always nice to hear nice news, you right? Know what's even nicer. To watch the Japanese people speaking Hebrew. Yes. I don't know how they do that. Yeah, it's not just Japanese. It's Koreans I cannot, also. There's no chance I would be able to say even one sentence. In Japanese. In Japanese. Arigato. But that's as far as it goes. I can count to ten in Japanese. Can you? I, I would can. love to hear that. Go. Ichi nisan shigo roku kuju. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to ask where that came from. Yes. Or how you know that. Yes. There's but a lot I will about say you don't know. that it's very entertaining to watch the Japanese people or any Asian peoples speaking Hebrew. It's very entertaining. Well, I'll tell you what else is entertaining. Going on the train in Japan. You, I mean, you've seen those videos. The Which videos ones? of people getting stuffed in the trains. Those Japanese, we've talked about them before. But there was an incident in Tokyo, in a Tokyo train. So apparently a sushi chef got on the train and uh, he was drunk. And he had his sushi knives with him. Now, these knives are really sharp. And apparently one of his sushi knives dropped. He was just drunk. He didn't realize whatever. And now there was a mad panic erupted on this train because the sushi chef dropped this sushi knife. And somebody pulls the emergency brake. Police come. So hold on, hold on. First of all, this is And there's is a the... mad rush for people to run out of the train. So, so I just want to like stop you on a few things. Number one, that's the generation we live in. Like you, everybody's everybody's on high afraid. Alert. Yeah, You're on high alert. You don't know when's the next incident. You know, it's true. You could be living in the news. You know, you don't know. That's a. 
that's just the the condition that we're in because everywhere you look and 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 I don't know if it's as much that it happens as often as it's televised or broadcast or or publicized by the news every single incident you hear about so so people are on high alert people are afraid so that I understand what I can understand is pulling an emergency break why would you pull an emergency right, break? Because now you're trapped. Right, now you're trapped killer. in the middle of two stations. Like this happens on the subway. Yeah. And 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 anybody can pull an emergency break. And what do you do? What is the point? Get me to a station. Yeah. Don't stop me in the middle. Right. right? No, it's, what, it's crazy. what are you going to do? Run out on the tracks? But you're basically stuck with that guy with the knife or any other situation, like a sick passenger. That's what happens yes. on the subway. There's a sick passenger. Oh, someone's pulling the emergency brake. But well, we're between two stops. What are you going to do? You can't even get help. But does it? But it, it's an automatic stop. Is and it? That's is a, it? That's a, that's, a, that's a default one hour. You're waiting one hour now wherever you're stopped. Till they undo it, they got to come to that train car and undo the emergency brake. It's 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 ridiculous and unhelpful it doesn't do anything i can't understand it and if it's a killer god forbid you're yeah. now <laughs> yeah, now you're stuck <laughs> you're like look a what you did sardine now. in a can you're not going anywhere this right. guy's it, it's pretty crazy put a emergency breaker <laughs> <laughs> sushi it's sushi he has a knife he 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 apologized i mean and it, I, I don't even think they pressed charges on him i think it was just He's a sushi chef. If there's one thing that gets that you could get away with in Japan, it's being a sushi well, chef. I, I don't think he went to jail. I mean, it was no, an no, innocent no. situation. Him, yeah. They probably he probably went willingly with police, and they moved on. Yeah. Speaking of Israel, by the way, as you know, Salman Rushdie was attacked with a knife. Wait, can you like break this down for me? Because I saw this story. I don't understand his. Okay, so he is an author. He writes novels. You know, fiction, not true meaning. And I think it was in the 80s or 90s, he wrote a book that uh, one of the characters, there was something negative about the prophet. And there was a fatwa that was released against him. Why are you laughing? Because I don't know how you expect me to know the prophet and fatwas. I, I don't like. So you know what a fatwa is, right? Yes, that I've heard of. Yes, but it's, a, it's an edict okay. that, that was released by uh, Ayatollah Khomeini in Iran. Okay, okay. So this was so the the Muslim community did not appreciate this yes. work of fiction. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, as you know, in in the whole thing that happened in France, the Charlie Hebdo shooting, right, where they were cartoons of the prophet and people didn't like it. So there was a fatwa against him saying basically that every Muslim should try to kill him. And for many years, he, you know, he was living in hiding for a while. He, you know, he, he's had guards for a while. So he was just giving a speech and the man got attacked. He ended up in the hospital. Wait, was it by... He was in critical condition. Well, I mean, who attacked him? Was it a Muslim person? Yes, it was someone who... Well, I don't know if the guy was... So wait, so this edict... Is still still in effect, in effect to yes. the point where someone was like, oh, "Let me get, let me, let me get take it him out." Now. Yeah, yeah. And do you um, win anything? Like, is, is, a there, is there a bounty? Like, <laughs> that's a good question. Like here, at least, is a ten most wanted list. Like, if you find one of the one of the people on the most wanted list here in America, there's a there's a prize. I wouldn't call it a prize, but it, you, it's like there's a five million dollar bounty. So I will tell you, the guy's name was Hadi Matar. Mm. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? Mm. I mean, I, I, I'm just taking it all in. It wasn't like uh, Billy Bob Smith. Right, right. <laughs> so anyway, this guy, he went to take him out. And um, of course, 
and is a college professor of Middle East and Islamic politics at the University of Denver. And he decided that who was actually behind this attack, take a guess, the Mossad. Of course. Of course. Of course. course. It's unbelievable. Someone Muslim gets killed, it's Israel. Someone American gets killed, it's Israel. The weather is hot, it's Israel. There's sharks in the water, it's Israel. space lasers. Don't forget space lasers. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're responsible for everything. It's really great. Yeah. It's really amazing. Well, here's a, just a, this is totally off topic. But I just came across this in my in my research. I saw an ad and I clicked on the ad, and it's for a online website that auctions off, I guess, rare Judaica. Oh, are you talking about Gnazim? Yes. Okay. You know, you've heard of them? Yes. I'm the only guy who didn't hear them. Yeah. You you seem to like live in the dark a lot. Uh, is that what it is? Yeah. Have you ever gone to their site? They have like yes. Wild stuff. stuff. Great stuff. The Chassam Seifer's Masech de Sukkah is going for $110,000 right now. And I got to be honest with you, if I had the money, I'd buy it myself. But it's a collectible. I don't think anybody is actually gleaning from the pages or wanting to learn no, it. It's yeah. a collectible item. Here's another. Well, here's a, 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 a here's a 600-year-old handwritten sitter from Italy, $120,000. It. These things are not cheap. Here's blessings from the Labavitcher Revi for $2,400. So there's something for everybody, apparently. Collectible items that just keep going up in value. But it's amazing because they're. I, I, so I started looking, and there's tons and tons of, you know, rare Judaica that's not just in Ganazim, there's in Sotheby's. Sotheby's auctions off items. And I remember, I, I don't know if we talked about it. They auctioned off the chair of Ravavadia after he was Nifter. So, like, there's. That a, was at Sotheby's? I, I'm not sure what auction house that did would be, it. I remember that would when be it surprising. Went. I remember one of our listeners who I happen to be friendly with who told me that he was bidding on it. Really? Yeah. How and much I, was he ready to. He was, it was, it was big numbers. It was in six digits. Really? And I was like, I, I believe so. It was definitely over like 50 grand or something. And I'm like, Okay, now you win. What are you doing with it? You're not sitting on Like, what are you doing? Right. Does it, like, come with a glass enclosure? Like, Yeah, what do you do? What, now you, you have it. put the chair it. in your house? Where? Yeah, exactly what I asked him. Right. And he's like, could you imagine when people come over and that chair is, like, sitting in my living room, living room roped off? I'm like, no, no, no. That's Ravavadia's chair. He's like, wow. I'm going to be the talk of the town. I was like, okay. Listen, you everybody know? flexes a different way. Yes. Right? Yes. Some people flex with Judaica. Yes. Let's bring it back to the United States. We haven't really touched on the United States. There is a bunch going on in the United States, by the way. I, I've been seeing videos, by the way, of just people like with, with iPhones who are at the border at, at certain places that are known to be you know, major crossings. And they're just standing there. And the guy's like, okay, I'm standing here. And behind him, you see people coming in. And the guy turns and he goes, buenos dias. And they're like, buenos dias, señor. <laughs> and no, and you see little kids and you see guys in backpacks. It's... It's crazy. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. What's insane is that the Biden administration is touting tremendous accomplishments. And you know, uh, Governor Gre- Greg Abbott from Texas has been busing immigrants to other cities, sanctuary cities. You know about this, right? Yes, I did see that. But you know, I, it got me thinking. He's what he's doing is just trying to protect his voter base. If you send these people to New York, 
that's a blue state anyway, because they're going to vote yes. Democrat. They're going to be allowed to vote. Yes. They're going to vote Democrat. Yes. So send them to a blue state where it makes no difference. No, but he's saying, I don't think it's only that. He's saying, look, this is a drain on our economy. It's a drain on our resources. You are a sanctuary city. Here you go. You could have them. And now Adams was flipping out about it. Now he sent them to Chicago. And Lori Lightfoot was was going crazy about it, and she called him a racist for doing this. But why is he racist? He's saying this is what y'all asked for, exactly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she made this whole speech about how he's a racist. But here's a crazy thing. So there's a group called Masbia in Texas. Well, I think they're all over the country, and they were in the Jewish news because they set up points for these uh, illegal immigrants. To get fed, so they're actually but feeding them a, in a it's kosher a Jewish food organization. Yeah, it's a Jewish organization, yeah. and they are and stepping up to help the the, the yeah, immigrants. They're feeding them, but look, it's it's not. Listen, that's what Jewish people do. No, but these people we help those that are in need. Okay, but these people technically broke the law. And so what should we do? Let them starve? Well, I they mean, shouldn't have broken the law. Yes, but now that they have nowhere to go, nothing to eat, and nothing to wear. You know, must be a steps in. I can't imagine these people in Texas seeing the Jews feeding these illegal immigrants that they want to ship out and being happy at the Jews. I think it's just another. Are they? Are they from? Think, they're a from organization. I don't know. I really don't know. I haven't looked. Somebody into tell it. us. Somebody let us know. But I think they're doing the right thing. That okay. has to be done. I mean, it's unfortunate that 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 it's illegal and whatever that these immigrants are illegal. But again, once they're here, somebody's got to take care of them, and and that's must be. Yeah. So I, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, you know, the, these Ill- illegal immigrants they are using the resources of the people. They are that many of them, you know, unfortunately, not to quote Trump, they're not sending their best. You know, there are many, <laughs> there, there are many true. criminals, and and right now crime is skyrocketing in New York and Chicago, these places. I, I heard, I think it was Ben Shapiro who said, you know, I I, I, I do feel bad for, for these illegal immigrants because Abbott is sending them into Chicago. That place is a disaster area right yeah, now. That's the lion's den. It's the lion's den. It was like, oh, you wanted to come. Let me show you what America's about. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, crime is out of control. Speaking of crime, did you see that video um, of the Uber? Yes, yes. With that 78-year-old woman? Frightening, but we need... That's crazy. We need more info on it. I guess I should play it first, right? Well, you could, yeah, somebody took a video. I mean, at least at least somebody was there to come to her aid, you know? Because I, I don't even know what would have happened. Okay, so... so what, for those yeah, who set, didn't see set it... Set it up, set it up, and then I'll play it. So for those who didn't see it, um, it, it, the video starts, I guess it's a bystander seeing this old woman on the floor... And, and an Uber driver is literally, like, on top of her, and she's, like, smacking him with her cane. <laughs> like, she's doing the best sorry, she I'm can laughing. do. It's because you're making the motions. <laughs> so <it's just> <laughs> she's doing the best she can do, you know, warding him off with her cane. And then the, the guy comes in. He's like, what's going on here? And she says, like, he stole my phone. He threw me out of his car. Yes. Play the video. Here it is. Guys, guys, what's going on? Can you give her the phone? Can you give her the phone? This is an old woman. Hello? Can you not do that? Can you not stop and run away? You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to run over. Whoa! Whoa! Are you okay? No, I'm not. Let me help you out. Seventy-eight-year-old lady and he threw me out of the camp. He took my money. He took my phone. 
took it. No, I have your phone. I took your phone back. Let me help you up. Let me help you up. I'm calling his sister right now. So they have his license plate, and you can clearly see the guy. I mean, this has to be. I'm surprised they haven't found him yet. By the time this goes live, they probably yeah, have they'll him. probably find them. But, but don't you feel like there has to be more to that yeah, story? I don't know. I, there has I, to be more to that story. I can't imagine what could what could what you have could, done. Right, what could have possibly happened that would cause you to throw right. a grandma onto <laughs> the floor? Yeah, and it, she's and, and and take her phone, and she's screaming, whacking, whacking you with her yeah. cane. <laughs> Call the police, call the police. I don't know. None of it makes sense. And by the way, the guy in the video keeps saying, let me help you up. But you're not supposed to do that, by the way. If you took any, like, CPR courses or anything like that. But she, I, she didn't look disabled. She was on the no, floor. No, you have to help her up. If she has an injury, the first thing you have to do is make sure that they don't have, let's say, a neck injury. But I think she kind of sat up by herself and then he yes. just helped her up. So at least he knew that she was okay. Yes. On a better note. Uh, did you see the video uh, with President Herzog? Yes, Herzog, yeah. Hertz? I don't know. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> that was great. Yes, he so sat there over above Metzia with a Chavrusa for over an hour. I heard that that was because of the bull that got loose in Israel. He was so inspired from Baba Kama that he decided to come and he just they got mis- mixed up. The problem is that they were learning above Metzia. <laughs> but it's always great to see people in like in, in, in high places in government just taking the time to 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 sit and learn yeah that's a nice way to end thank you guys for listening if you enjoyed this episode uh go back listen to i think what we have like 35 episodes now it's a lot of episodes go back find something else that you're gonna like share with your friends with your family you can follow us on twitter we're at kiddish club cast you can follow us on instagram uh at kiddish club podcast you can send us an email uh, we are Hawk, H-O-C-K, at KiddishClubPodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe on your platform of choice. Follow us on any one of these platforms. And be sure to leave us a review on Spotify. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if there's nothing else, we are out. Gold was here, he'd say, Google's doing a lot of great things, but also very bad things. <laughs> By the way, when Elon said that he contradicts himself, that was such a great observation. Yeah, if you didn't catch that episode. Yeah, but it was such a great observation because you could really apply it to anything and it, and you're like, yeah, yeah Trump for sure said that. When you hear that in Trump's voice, it's like, yep, that's him. Yeah. Truth social, very good, but also very bad. <laughs> you know, like you could say it about anything. My wife, Melania, great woman, but also not the greatest woman. (laughs) Literally anything. And this episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.